Hello and welcome humanoids to another episode of the Two Left Feet, the unofficial Labour Party podcast and welcome one and all to the hottest edition of the Two Left Feet going. We have a very packed show for you ahead, it's so sizzling, it's hot and oh my god it's uh, reflecting the weather but you know I hope everyone is loving, loving the sunshine this week uh, because you know how our summers go. You'll have it today and it'll be gone tomorrow. Um, hello, everyone. And so uh, another week in the land of uh, labour politics and general politics. So on this sunny episode where we welcome the world to Cornwall, the most sunniest, hottest part of the country on this hot episode of The Two Left Feet, the unofficial Labour Party podcast. I'll just like to remind everyone, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so via our email at la- it's labourpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. It's at labourpod. Uh, you can comment, like, subscribe and share all you like if you do like these episodes. If you don't, well, you know, do tell us still because uh, it's still a developing show um before we go any further i think it's right and proper that instead of me waffling on for the next 40 minutes as i could possibly and probably do it's uh it's a it's a done thing where i share this experience with a, a, another victim i, I mean a, a co-host so without further ado let's introduce your friendly local neighborhood councillor he's the co-host extraordinaire the co-host with the most it's councillor jay bez oaks hello jay hi oh hello yeah yeah g7 it's exciting stuff. right right stop look stop reading my notes everyone well because i didn't know what you're on about before with the cornwall reference <laughs> so i was like oh yeah the g7 yeah Everyone enjoying right, the sun on, on, while so the you... earth slowly burns. <laughs> yeah, it, well, listen, the, am I not saying that this hot weather is anything to do with global warming? We are in the middle of June on this fabulous Wednesday, 16th of June, 2021. And the fantastic weather we've been having for the uh, past couple of weeks. But did you, honestly, because you saw my notes, because I, I jotted a couple of things down before the show, what possible things we could talk about. You saw the G7 thing, you heard my intro, and you sort of, only just put those two together even though that's on the top of my no, list because i forgot where it was being held oh <laughs> so right so i said in cornwall so i said the, the the leaders of the the big seven nations of the world come to cornwall and well um, well there's the problem isn't it when the big leaders of the world all meet and they say oh where are we going to meet oh, cool. I, oh I, know. I know i know cornwall yeah like, why not there's your problem <laughs> cornwall's a fantastic part of the world it is I haven't been to Cornwall in a long time. I used to work down there when I was in a previous occupation. Mm. Mm. Yeah, which we've discussed on the on the podcast before. But uh, yeah, because that was a, a really good area with all the holiday camps and everything. And it was a good time. Mm. Um, so G7, I'm not going to go into massive amounts about the G7. It's been done to death on the news and you've all heard it. And one of the, the little uh, sort of things is, d- do you think it went well? I mean, given that, you know... The Johnson was looking as scruffy as ever. Um, and out of all of them, he was the one who looked like the dunce in the class. Well, he is the dunce of the class. Yeah, Compare well. the world leaders and their qualifications and experience to him. He's a journalist. You know, like... <laughs> it's yeah, just, just well, self-publicist. Yes, and a self-publicist. 
I mean, given, yeah. and we've said this before, he's a very successful self-publicist. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the top job in the country from doing that. Yeah. You know, doing politics mm-hmm. and, and self-publication. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a, uh, there's a lot of things coming out of the G7 and there's a lot of things coming out of, of different one-to-one summits. I know I've heard uh, America and the EU have... Uh, uh, dis- well, I say America. The United States of America, not the whole continent. Mm-hmm. Um, has decided things about aircraft tariffs and and bloody blah and a few other things, uh. But one interesting thing that I and I had a few people picked up on on the whole G seven summit was the lack of social distancing and the lack of not abiding COVID rules and and its rules that are prominent in each one of their countries. So um, is it one rule for one and? Well, they get special vaccines, don't they, Dav? They what get, ones you know, without chips? Yeah, in. magic. Yeah, magic vaccines. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't. Have, yeah, they don't have the Bill Gates chip in them. No, they get they're special. Chip, they're chip exempt. They're chip yeah. exempt. Chip free. Oh, yeah. that's that's bad. Mm. Uh, yeah. So no social distancing. Very very touchy feely. No masks, which is fair enough. That you know, I mean, what could possibly go wrong with inviting people from all the different corners of the earth to one location to then stand around each other in very close proximity. Well, Johnson's apparently already had it, hasn't he? So if so, you've had it, then mm. that's fine. Is no, that... no. I'm saying, is he more vulnerable? Because you can have it again, can't you? If it's really Well, damp- it depends. I mean, if... if well, um, he, was, he, was, he was in a very, very serious condition. Allegedly, you, you'd yeah. You'd think he would really not want to get it again. Yeah, I mean, he did stand on the doors of... Well, the number 11, wasn't he, that he stood on the doors of. Mm. Um, and, he, and yeah, he did. Yeah, he even went to the wrong house. That's yeah, how confused he yeah, was. Yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, he looked like he had a massive hangover. Mm-hmm. But yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So if if that's the case, then if you've had it and you know you're all right, and if if it's only your mates and you're only having a little party in the garden, does that mean that? I, I wonder if, in in to go slightly serious, I wonder if they do have all all right. They test all the time, and they're surrounded. They're, there's like a bubble system going on or something. That so it you know, so so it's a definite thing that people from. Different countries, different continents, all coming in to meet in one specific location, as long as they are rigorously tested, rigorously tested, mm. then it's okay. And double jabbed. Double jabbed, double, and double jabbed and double tested. Mm. So why... I wonder if there's bylaws as well that allows that area to be exempted from our regulations because what? of diplomacy, diplomatic immunity and that sort of thing. Oh, don't bring that one up here. I got diplomatic immunity. No, I'm not. Sorry, I mean, I'm not. I'm not being I mean, defensive. I'm just stating what the what the facts I mean, uh, are. Yeah, but to be fair, mm. I mean that's the only immunity that'll be going around that bloody party. I mean, there's not going to be much else. You think that all... was the best joke you could get out of diplomatic immunity <laughs> jokes? To be fair to you, yes, that was I, really good. I re- no, no, it's good. I'm, I'm saying it's good. I <laughs> reached, I reached for, I reached for it. I grabbed it. I got it. And I, it worked. I, yeah, I, yeah, and. and um, yeah, uh, yeah, but what about all the workers, all of the aides, all of the not not that I'm a different virus, but mm. um, with all of the different things that are coming, you know, different people and staffing, and are, are all of those double jabbed and tested as as rigorously? No, we don't know. No. Okay, here's here's another thing. Here's another question to go along with it. So, given that this is a bit of a hot pot and a bit a bit of a melting pot, and then, okay, it's been given special clearance because of the you know enormity and the gravity of such a meeting, and it has to go ahead. 
and it and it has to be a more mm. personal, touchy feely sort of affair where politicians sort of stroke each other in weird ways. Um, is it okay to send in a ninety plus year old woman in the middle of it to then do this same social? Well, she's sort not of human. Smooth. She's not human, is she, Dab? So wow, she's a lizard woman. Wow, so it's completely different. <laughs> right. Just for the just for the listeners, I'm not the royalist. He is. <laughs> Jay, I'm point, Jay, you, you know, I've never been a monarchist. I'm not. I, I, I'm not necessarily completely. I'm, I'm an Elizabeth people, but in I'm terms an Elizabethan. Of, you're an Elizabethan. Yeah. Explain that. So once she's gone, I think we should get we should get rid of it completely. Yeah, I think so. Well, maybe maybe more into the you're... Japanese imperial model, which is ceremonial monarchy. So it's completely ceremonial. You you started this discussion. This is all your fault. Right. No, no, it's not. <laughs> you, you, we had a little discussion before this saying, is it, you know, the, the f- people who have been listening into this who know us mm. um, said something along the lines of, what, is it just you and Dav talking the normal looks that you usually do? And then you said yes to them, and they said, well, I could do that anyway. Yeah, and, and they've stopped listening. This, yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Fantastic. Me, it means the rest of you can actually hear this for the first time. And and this is the thing. Even though it's the same old things that we talk about, if it's new to you, it's new. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. old, if it's new to you. Uh, yeah, so they, yes, they trot out homage mm-hmm. uh, into you know this hot pot of possible COVID infection. Um, to what? Because because he's got no class, so he has to bring in someone who actually knows what they're doing. Yeah, basically. I mean, she's the you know, she's the the she's <laughs> the, the last exp- shining light of our crumbling nation. Wow, <laughs> if that's how you describe it. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, and a lot of people, a lot of people commented on that and said, she cuts up a cape with a sword. I watched that. That was insane, and the the worst part about it, she did it the wrong way around. Yeah, that she, yeah, no, no, it wasn't just the mm. fact she did it the wrong way around. So she wasn't using the sharp end of the blade; she was using the blunt end. Mm. It was the fact that after she just basically shoved a piece of metal, that a blunt piece of metal through a cake, she then grabs the sharp end mm. with the palm of her hand. I'm just thinking, who the hell is given her that? Well, those swords aren't sharp, are they? Are they not? That's they probably don't... why she couldn't cut the cake. Why yeah. they're just ceremonial? <laughs> yeah, they're not. No, yeah. Oh, that's oh, so she knew better then. Mm. These are <laughs> these are not sharp. Well, did you hear what she said, which I found, which I found funny, and it's like, all oh, right, okay, she's she's um, you know, she's just enjoying the whole thing now. It's just yeah. like when they all went, um, oh, you know, there's a knife there. And she said, I know there is. This yeah. is more interesting. <laughs> I want to use the big <laughs> yeah. sword yeah. on a cake. <laughs> on the bloody queen, mate. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, all right, I'll I'll, I'll mm. give it if she wants to have fun mm. like that. She's mm. perfectly entitled to. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, so um. There you go. So G G seven. I mean, will it? Will it? Will it do anything? I don't know. People get very excited about the leaders who all meet each other. It's the background work. It's a chance yeah, for all the not, diplomats to yeah, meet. Yeah, it's not the one, leaders. Yeah. It's the it's the other people. So, so you said the, the rather um, you know the quiet issues of air, you know aircraft tariffs and that yeah. kind of thing. The, these are things that need to be sorted, and it's good to be sorted in one large room involving the seven largest economies in the world, and you know. The, the show at the at the top has obviously taken the headlines, but these things are good and they're important that they happen. And despite the jokes, these are not big, you know, <laughs> conspiracy events, New World Order nonsense. No, no they've, they've, they've happened you know? for, for centuries. Yeah. 
you know, leaders and, and kings and queens or politicians or whatever, whatever the representative of the country that, yeah. you know, there's always been meetings mm-hmm. like this. If they're Which not is, talking, they're fighting. We don't want them fighting. No, so let mm-hmm. them talk. Yeah. Let them eat cake while they do it with That's giant it. swords cutting them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Uh... Lots of quotes in that section to be taken out of context. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I see them, I grab them, I throw them in, you know. I, and, and all of the meaningful. That's it. All yep. of the meaningful. <laughs> uh, like I said on the top of the show, if you do want to comment or get in touch with us or, to, or, or express your views, whether you uh, agree with me or disagree with Jay, like I said, th- you can do at the email, uh, labourpod at gmail.com or at uh, labourpod on Twitter or Facebook. Avon uh, has got in touch via at, at labourpod on Facebook. Uh, talking about a different episode, and I think if I look, it was no, it's last week's episode. Yeah. Okay, so she, uh, commenting on last week's episode, and <laughs> I just get it. Yeah, but there we go, there we go. So Yvonne says, if we are looking at a fairer society, we have to seriously look at changing our political system. Our existing system does not reflect the majority, and therefore marginalizes voters who feel they are not being listened to. Proportional representation must be seriously looked at, otherwise we will never get out of this never-ending circle of majority government voted by minority. I think I can't disagree with that. It's a fair framing of the argument with statistical backing. Yeah. Um, Yvonne, I think you're, you're, you're bang on the money with that one. Um, the uh, the only thing is, going back to the referendum, was it 10 years ago now? Mm. Yeah, it must have been 2011, that one, wasn't it? Um, wh- what was the system that was proposed? Alternative voting, alternative voting. a really bad version of proportional representation. Yeah, and it it, it didn't it, it didn't convince the electorate at the time. Mm. I'm not too sure if the electorate would be convinced of uh, proportional representation at this moment. Again, I will say what I said last time, it's not about, and in a few meetings I've said recently as well, it's not about necessarily what the voters think, it's about what the media tell them to think, and during the alternative vote referendum that was definitely a factor, people weren't actually considering the the long-term constitutional ramifications of changing the system. No, because one of the one of the arguments I remember being said at the time was, oh yeah, proportional representation, that's Mm -hmm. how the Nazis got in. Yeah, which and is it, nonsense. Which, which is, which is, you know, the Nazis t- got in by killing people. That's well, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. burning down the Reichstag. Yeah, you know the 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 whole the whole thing was as soon as you said that to people, it's, oh, it must be mm. bad. Yeah. Um. So there'd have to be a longer run in to mm. any proposed referendum on that. Not Northern um, Ireland has one of the most divided societies, you know, in Europe, possibly in the world, and their system is STV, proportional representation, which allows them to have most of the time a functioning government. Wales has a proportional system, Scotland has a proportional system, yeah. and they have a more functioning and it government. Works. And it works. It works. Um, yeah, so... And there's yeah. no Nazis either, unlike in Westminster. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> um, who, who are you thinking of? Hey, Who are you thinking Not of? Not all of them. Not all of them. I mean, what, were the blue rosettes on? No. <laughs> no, the... Purple rosettes, weren't they? Oh no, you only had you only had a little bit. Anyway, so, yeah, so thank I'm not you. buying. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Yvonne. Thank you for that uh, comment. Uh, anyone else who wants to share their viewpoints, by all means, get in touch. We will read them out, so long as they're not mean. 
Yeah, not you mean. Know, not mean. But mean things. I mean, reasonable. I mean, mm. uh, if you disagree with us, fine. Mm. Put it in a point. We'll read it out. We'll discuss it. No problem. Uh, but on Yvonne's point, yeah, we do agree with you. Um, I think moving moving that forward, it's going to take... It's, it's not going to be any time soon. It's the beginning soon. of a lot of other solutions to problems. Yes. It's, it's proportional And you would have to gain a majority in Parliament of, of parties that would be willing to... Yep. Go down that. Which are all of them apart from the DUP and the Tories. Uh, is Labour? Well, they should be. Yeah, given the last 12 mm. years, I think Labour's position should change on that. Yep. Well, we're not going to win otherwise. No. Mm. Uh, yeah, because the minority always always trumps. Well, it's not that. It's that we would have to have swings of, of 10% to win. And especially, and especially with... Uh, co- uh, 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 Scotland SNP. No, no, no. Oh. With um, constituency boundaries changing. Yeah, yeah. And that's gonna that's gonna hit a lot mm. of places hard. So proportional systems aren't as affected by boundary changes, for example. No, that's another positive. Not to go back over the argument again, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, mm. if you want to know more, read it. Read up on it yourself. Yeah. Uh, Google it. Google it. There's mm. plenty out there. Uh, and for you, and you're talking about uh, during that the um, the prospect of the media telling people how mm-hmm. they should feel about this. And for people who don't care and you know don't give two hoots about what's going on, they just need a snippet of why is it good, why is it bad, and they'll decide on that. Um, and in that light, we have got a brand new news channel this week that started on Sunday. Oh, I thought you meant us. I was like, I, I, oh, I don't no, know no. if I can commit to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, welcome to the Two Left Feet News. <laughs> Where we completely get it wrong every week. That's it. Uh, no, no, it's GB News. Hmm. So, after four years ago when Fox News left the shores of the UK, uh, we've now been introduced, serenaded, brought about in a in a uh, in a courting fashion with a new channel called GB News, which is looking exciting. Don't you think? Lots of um. Yes, just to echo that point. Echo? Yeah. Echo? Yeah. Echo? Mm. What point? That's the point. The sound quality of that <laughs> It's just Technically, there's been a lot of problems with it. I have not watched it. I, I have. I haven't watched mm. it because I don't watch TV like that. No, I've watched it on um, when, they've ho- when they've put stuff up on YouTube and um, <laughs> they've forgotten to remove the buffering on their own videos and they've re-uploaded it to YouTube. There's a lot of amateurist behaviour going on, which is slightly worrying, and um, so so slightly yeah. hilarious at the moment. Yeah, a little bit until you realise that they they have they had the the top viewership on Saturday night or whatever it was. Of uh, news Sunday, channels. I think. Big problem. Sunday. Sunday and, they uh, went live. Yeah, everyone was interested. Let's have a look at this. Yeah, and they were spreading denialisms about COVID and all that sort of stuff. You know, not 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 reasonable discussion about whether we should have lockdowns like we we have occasionally but 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 actual just denying that covid was ever a problem and that kind of thing really mad stuff they were just broadcasting that okay not good so if you're wearing tinfoil hats as a as a fashion statement Mm -hmm. there's the news channel for you if they use tinfoil it reduced their echo as well Mm. echo yeah it's so bad it's so funny yeah it really is bad it's not like yeah go watch it just to see that it's funny um, and then, as you were talking about there, so you know, COVID deniers and coronavirus well, doesn't exist. They get exist. direct access to Tory ministers as well, which is quite funny. They, sorry, they get direct access to Tory ministers as well. Like the first day the news, the new that news channel exists, they get 
the first question to Boris Johnson when he announces the delay to... And that's what I was going to move on to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. on the so the day before he announces the delay, uh, this you know this this lovely proper I mean news channel um, has been launched, and after a three month promise that Freedom Day would uh, occur on the summer solstice uh, this Sunday, and going in, leading into Monday, on the longest day of the year that. Freedom Day would happen and advertise that fact for so long. Freedom Day isn't happening. There's no freedom. Does that mean freedom doesn't exist now? Um. Or, or I mean, I know it's a contrived question, but it, 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 this is the thing. It's it feels like a um, 1984 sort of. You know, th- this this is a day where you feel happy. And and then oh, right. beca- okay. because the quotas haven't been met, mm. therefore we have to push it back. But everyone understands, of course. I I, I got slightly annoyed the other day at someone said, um, "Oh, we're going to give you your, you know, some more of your freedoms back or something." I think it might have been Ellen Ed Morgan. I got a bit annoyed about that, and it's like, no, you're not giving us more. Freedom. You're not giving it back to us. You're lessening the restrictions you've placed on us, and. I think that attitude does need to be re-established that we had freedom already. It's, you know, we always had freedom. You've placed restrictions, which you're now lifting. You yes, know, you're but, not giving it, us our freedom no, back. No, and, and it's restrictions under consent. Yeah. So yeah, so we, we could... We could you, you, you everyone could, could just stop. Yeah, and, and, if plen- everyone and wanted plenty to, do, and that's, yeah. that's what they're doing. And, that's, you and, know. and more and more people, you know, yeah. on, on, I think it was on Saturday, there was another... Um, anti-restriction yep. protest in London, another mm. one quite big. Mm. Uh, there's been quite big protests on that on that front, and it's not covered. Don't know why. It's covered by GB News. Is it? Yes. Uh, well, there we go. I mean, yeah. as long as they cover all the protests that never get mentioned on other channels, no. Nope. Uh, then I'd say that's fair. But at the moment, this 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 is the concept. It's not freedoms being taken away from us and given back. Mm-hmm. We all have the freedoms. They they govern by consent. If the consent isn't there anymore, mm-hmm. we can, as a majority, say sorry. No, no, that's. But at the moment, everyone is still on board. Just yeah, about the, majority, the vast majority are. Anyway. I mean, that that, yeah. that figure's yeah. lessening. No, of course, as, as time goes on, because I think this I think this one by Boris was was a complete gaff for anyone listening in England, because I think you're in England being told lies continuously uh you know you get told oh it's only well, a, you're being gaslit aren't yeah it's only it's, it's it's only it's, it's only a little lockdown to save christmas it, oh, it's only a, a small short lockdown to save new year it's only until march it's only you know it's only till june 21st it's only another four weeks um whereas and, and i know there's people who have issues with mark drakeford and and, and uh, nicholas sturgeon in scotland uh but I mean, speaking from listening to Mark because we're in Wales, uh, speaking about Mark Drakeford's policy on it, it's been we will decide as and when the results are, are given to us, mm-hmm. right before a decision needs to be made. Uh, and he has a three-week cycle, where every three weeks he then, as as a as a government, as a Welsh government, decide right these are the figures here, here, and here. We'll, we will unlock uh, 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 sections, see how it goes. If we need to pause, we'll pause. If we need to stay at a level, we'll stay at a level. If we need to step back, we'll step back. I, I think it will be difficult to step back from this position. 
even with rising cases, mm. um, only because I, uh, you know, the whole vaccine issue and with vaccines, you know, once you've had, you know, you've been double jabbed, you do sort of need to start mixing after that for vaccines to work, yeah, and be and be fully mm. effective. Mm-hmm. Um, vac- it, just just as a point, I think you know, with 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 rates going up, that's fine. That's to be expected. Rates will go up. People will start mixing. It will start spreading. That you cannot stop that. That will forever happen. Uh, the interesting and the most safer point is that the, with the the rise in number in cases, if that rise goes exponentially up, but the amount of critical or percentage critical care goes mm-hmm. significantly down, then the jobs are good and we're we're on a home stretch. Well, this is why three week reviews are the best way forward because you can analyze that data. Dates. Yeah. yeah, and you can analyze that mm. data in those increments. So. If, however, the, what we're experiencing now is cases going up, but the critical cases going up at the same rate, mm. right, we need to slow to down brakes on because, because this mm. vaccine hasn't worked. And there's a possibility the vaccine might not... But, I mean, it, it's looking good. Mm. The data's looking good. But if the critical care f- side of it is is not, then we, you know, as a, as a Welsh government, he takes a judgment every well every week pretty Mm. much which is why he tweeted this week saying uh whatever boris johnson says tonight does not apply to wales it only applies to england we are reviewing every week and then there was a social media blast telling businesses about all the support that the welsh government continues to provide yes which is the right approach rather than having this chaotic system which westminster and and whitehall seem to have about oh, we'll just leave it to the last last minute and then announce it it's fair to to poise criticism at mark draper because he doesn't give a timeline but no having I'm... a timeline and leaving it to the last moments of the timeline to announce the next part of the timeline is invariably worse than not having a timeline at all because it ruins the point of a timeline yeah but, the, but mm. giving a hard timeline yeah is idiotic when mm. everything this fact this um virus is so unpredictable so when when we have a situation where in in and he does sort of say if the figures go the right direction if things if and he always puts the point mm-hmm. if this happens we can do this however if it doesn't happen we either have to pause or step back and and we and he says we review as we go along the johnson doesn't do well, hasn't done that. He, 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 he and, I don't think he's capable. No, no, and and as we've um discussed previously, especially with the the Cummings saga, mm. I know, uh, he he's, he still doesn't believe in uh in, in treating a virus in the way that we have in, in lockdowns and isolation and trying to keep people apart while while uh, effective vaccines are developed, but. And this is the balance. Well, that, well that's what Cummings said. I mean, there, there is evidence of from Boris Johnson's mouth himself that supports the view that he does believe that. Yeah. But there's nothing. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and I mean, j- just to put an end on 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 this, especially with the with, with the total gaff and and the the mm. lies, and it is lies. You can't promise something and then take it away in in such in such a manner when he he said it as a certainty, come what may. Mm. which which as 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 you pointed out it's it's his mentality that we're opening up and that's it which i think you know a lot of supporters would want but on 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 the other side of it if if you're going to hold yourself to a hard date 
which is ridiculous to start off with. Mm. That's just that's the stupid thing there. Then you know, going back on it in 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 such a way, you're losing the consent of the people to carry on. Yeah, you're ruining the mechanism. Yeah, aren't you? you're ruining because, the idea because, of it. Because I know I know there's people going to be listening to this saying, well, no, 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 hang on. If it's if it if if it is the case, he should he should uh, do a U-turn. It's mm. the right thing to do a U-turn. But the problem is, every time he does one of these U-turns or he then just says, oh, just another four weeks, oh, it's just until Christmas, oh, it's just until this, he is then creating uh, dissent amongst a, a now significant portion of the population. Mm-hmm. Whereas a, a more realistic view of we will deal with it as it comes and, and, and you know, we're going to be, as a government, be a little bit more flexible, um, which I think is the right approach. Yes, I've, well, it, it's to go back. I mean, to go back to more extreme analogies of of um, you know when London was being bombed and other cities were being bombed in World War Two. His behaviour is like the opposite of the Churchillian behaviour of we need to you know be in a constant state of readiness yes. and protective nature. And his attitude of just oh, well, it's just, it's so destructive to the fabric of trust that needs to be between the government yeah. and its people. I mean, but then, during a crisis, and it's interesting you you bring his idol up of Winston Churchill. Mm-hmm. Disagree or agree, or I hate the man or love the man or whatever you what you want to say about Churchill. His radio addresses did galvanise the mm-hmm. general public. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the the speech he gave, well, shall fight them on the beaches and on yeah. the, in the air, blah blah blah. That was a speech that unified people. Doesn't matter what rosettes mm-hmm. they were wearing or, or who, which ballot box, which crossing, which ballot box they were given. Uh, not the ballot box on, mm-hmm. on, on the ticket, but um, this guy. Yeah, just, don't draw on ballot boxes. No, no. Well, you, well, no, up to you. Depends if you want to get arrested or not. <laughs> but um, yeah. but and this idiot doesn't just doesn't do that. He just doesn't do that. And anyway, well, Churchill never set a date, did he? Or what, the, the war's the gonna war? be over by it. You know, <laughs> like that's the difference. That's what we're talking about. Oh, hang about. on. Do you mean do you mean like starting a war in um in late summer, early autumn and saying the war will be over by Christmas? You should uh, enlist immediately and go out. He didn't start that war, did he? No, but in nineteen fourteen <laughs> that was what was said. Yes, it was, yeah. You know. Don't be led by donkeys. No, no. You lions out there. Mm. Uh right. Um talking about I can't even see my scribblings there. Oh, one thing we need to mention. It's um, this week is the four-year anniversary of the Grenfell tragedy. Mm-hmm. 72 people died. And ever since then, nothing has been done about it. No. It has uh, remained a point where... and, and uh, Every time I sort of listen to this is, you know, you, you learn from these from these situations that... Just because this uh, low-income housing was next to posher areas of London, that covering it up in this cladding was was worth it to them, which is why it was done mm-hmm. with with complete disregard to human safety and 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 well-being. And even even four years on, we are still hearing of cases where completely inappropriate. Uh, um, cladding and, and 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 materials are being used just for either the cheapness or to cover things up or and I've seen it I've seen I've, I've seen places in mm-hmm. around Liverpool and places like that that have been redone okay possibly a little bit more um uh, con- uh, aware of of safety standards than what happened in Grenfell but do you think this government are actually going to listen? 
it it's it's demonstrative of the grip that certain quarters of our society have over everything that something like Grenville can happen and nothing is done. There were people at the time who spoke to me from London activists and you know people in the legal side who said they thought this would spark something. They thought this would you yeah, know start them. start not a revolution but a real big political social change in London and then outward. Not just because of the um social the the cladding issue, which it's interesting that it's just been refined to this, but overcrowding yeah. in social housing, um, you know, stacking humans up in like small little flats in high rise buildings and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, that whole idea of what's happening in London and what's happening with housing across the country. And nothing's been done. These people, these experienced activists were wrong and the grip that no, because people those forget. in power have over ev- everyone else and telling them no it's not to do anything it's just it's to do the cladding and then they're not going to do anything about the cladding anyway because of whatever no. reason you know which, just, which, which is yeah. what which is i know it, i know you, you're saying the the conversation's gone down just to the materials which mm. yeah which it has as I've, I've just pointed out yeah yeah but even on that side of it they're That's still not I mean. they're yeah. still not yeah. doing anything about those mm. materials they're still they're still there they're still on buildings there's plenty of a uh, 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 block of uh, tenement blocks and everywhere in in London and other cities that have still got these materials hanging off the side of them mm-hmm. how the hell is that allowed to happen because we live in what? the country we live in well because people think that yeah good old tories they won't let us down would they no, they wouldn't. Well, it's Boris, isn't it? He's doing his best. Yeah, but he was on Have I Got News For You, so he must be all right. Mm. Yeah. Well, they don't watch Have I Got News For You, do they? Normal people. Um, That's what I got told. No, okay. Have I Got News For You should be stopped because no one watches it. By who? Old people. GB News, probably. Or oh, they will now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a copy of Private Eye. That's it. Uh, right. Uh, what other things have happened to this? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, two... Th- one, we were talking about the different trade deals going on, uh, coming out of uh, uh, this conference. There's a, uh, it, it's supposedly close. The UK and Australia trade deal is almost ready. Which, if you're anywhere near agricultural areas or the farming community, could be devastating for you. Oh yeah, I saw a post about that. Uh, because the, you know, the, the unlimited sort of free trade between the UK and Australia, which wasn't there between the EU and Australia, because the EU thought, well, hang on, we need to look after our own mm. uh, agricultural sectors, um, hence given, you know, single farm payments to a lot of uh, farmers in the United Kingdom, including Wales, who benefited from, I mean, a lot of farms were getting 100 grand plus a, a year in subsidies from the EU mm-hmm. um, to ensure that the agricultural I... system still worked. And here we have that there could be a free deal or very low tariff deal uh, between the UK and Australia, which could devastate. Devastate. I watched um, (laughs) I started watching Jeremy Clarkson's farm. Do you know what? I I watched, I binge watched it the other night. Well, don't, I'm on the first episode, and the first thing that that shocked me is the cost of getting set up oh, and uh, maintaining equipment and that kind of thing. See, that's not a and surprise that's, to that's, me. That's one, of course. You, you know, consider yeah. my you know family's mm-hmm. background and black. Yeah, and um, my and urban live. city background. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bit, you, like, you, yeah. You, you, townie. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't realise how mm-hmm. much, and the, the how much effort that has to go in to creating something, either livestock yeah. or, or crops, 
Well, it puts that that hundred hundred thousand pound grant into perspective, doesn't it? When you know that's because a lot yeah. of people might hear that and go, "Oh, that's a lot." That's a massive like, amount. It's not. Yeah, and you're spending <laughs> seventy grand on yeah. fertilizer and seed mm. to to do a fe- to do your and, fields, and that's the thing. And and we pride this island nation with a farming background prides itself on the quality of the meat it provides and the quality of the farm produce it provides and that is going to be completely undermined by this trade deal with australia yes because now it opens up uh, things like because it in, and it does talk about it in in, in this um series with jeremy clarkson which I, I i'll have to admit as much as a you think he is um this series is brilliant mm-hmm. he's actually done more for farming than in this series in this mm-hmm. one I think it's eight or nine episode series than Country Fowlers have done in the last 30 well, years. Never underestimate Clarkson's ability to laugh at himself. He's no, no, done, no. He has done awful things and he, he is a bit of a nasty, nasty chap. Can but be. He's, but he also punched Piers Morgan. I think that's worth remembering, <laughs> always. Yeah, and yeah. and, uh, and mm-hmm. with regards to this series that he's doing, mm-hmm. um, I, 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 to a degree, there were some points where You've just got to look at it and go, wow! The, you know the the life of 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 anyone in the farming business in this country, you need to you need to appreciate them a little mm. bit more. Mm. And this series does give a lot towards that. Um, with regards to farming in this country, oh oh, that, oh yeah, I won't spoil it for what happens on the end. But you were talking about money in the first episode. Mm. Wait until you get to the end. Yeah, because and and you you see. The, the 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 farming year because it goes through a farming year yeah so from august september 2019 to the same period in 2020 mm-hmm. and you just see how weather affects everything trade affects everything mm. with everything coming in you know and and it does talk about brexit and things like that and the effects there and then see how that affects the farm it must be a really good perspective to see how how this you know if it affects this part of our island, which we don't talk about, oh, it's, it's going to change the industry. Yeah. So, mm. so between, I mean, it, it talks about COVID, obviously, because mm. it happened while filming, um, and then obviously developments today with UK, Australia, and probably UK, New Zealand, which is going to completely alter everything, mm. and the dependency on on the farming has on hospitality trade. Well, yeah. Mm. There's one. Bit, I'm going to have to spoil it. I am going to have to spoil it. For no, it's fine. I don't mind. There's one bit um, that when the country went into lockdown, because restaurants and and places weren't buying up British meat, the price of lambs halved. Mm. Price of meat halved overnight, yeah. and you just think, right, hang on a minute. That means that the demand for British produce is high. It's massive. Mm. All based on uh, the hospitality sector, service sector. So, it all feeds in. It all, yeah. You know it, that's that's economy, mm-hmm. and we're possibly throwing that away, baby, out with the bathwater. Yep, because they're having well, a just, panic. Just some of the other rules as well. I mean, I, I I get the whole industry side of things, and I completely. But the animal rights perspective that I, re- I was reading about this thing called mulesling, which they do to sheep in Australia, which they don't allow here anymore. No. And it's this this horrible. Te- I won't go into detail, but it's. Do do go into detail. People it, need to know. It, well, correct me if I'm wrong, because again, my knowledge is limited. The the tearing it's the tearing of um the the skin, isn't it? You know, yeah. Of the of the animal. Yeah. In order to get as much of the wool as possible, I believe that's it. Part of it. I'm I've never sure. heard that. Well, maybe because it's been illegal here for so long, I don't yeah. know. But but in Australia, they do that, and 
this trade deal would mean that we would be getting produce that has come under that duress. has come under that those horrific set of circumstances. Um, that is the other th- point that has been raised mm-hmm. elsewhere is that because we're now free of European regulations, which you know mostly mm-hmm. this country were involved in pre- creating, um, there is a possibility that we will go back on a lot of animal welfare legislation which will affect the notion that we have high quality meat which is one of our selling points yes i've read you know this is the, the, the very limited understanding i have is that if you go to these other countries and say oh, i'm selling you know beef pork whatever from britain they'll say that's good quality produce i yes. want to buy that or they can just because you can grow you know the temperate climates of europe means you can have cows any you know as far as i'm aware it's not it's the quality that we have an advantage in, isn't it? It's not the numbers or the... No. But anyway, but anyway yeah. we'll, we'll talk a bit more. As you watch a bit more of those episodes, um, we'll talk a bit more about the... Mm. the, the mm-hmm. Because, I, I, like I said, I binge-watched it. Yeah. I, once, I, once I watched a, a couple of them... I'll read a lot more around it, so and, I think, when yeah, I watch and, it. Yeah, and, and to be fair, I just want... That, that's, it almost made me feel like I wanted to take up my family's business again. Take, take, oh, I, take. I'm going to be a farmer. I've decided this after watching 20 minutes of it. <laughs> Please don't. No, I won't. No, don't worry. No one. You as a gentleman the, farmer. Yeah, the industry definitely doesn't need that no. impact. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to be fair, it's got Clarkson in it now, so. Well, yeah. You know, mm. how fast is he going to ride a cow? He buys that tractor at the beginning, doesn't he? Doesn't yes, the lamp. barn. <laughs> buys it because it's a Lamborghini. Anyway. I mean, it's br- that's a brilliant, massive tractor, too big, mm-hmm. far too big. <laughs> yeah, which is an ongoing joke in the, in the series, but but yeah. but regardless, it and as well the, a lot of environmental points he um, has come across on that. There's certain things that he had to do to the farm to make it um, more environmentally friendly, mm-hmm. and not just environmentally friendly in the terms of of, of the uh, how the notion we would uh, oh, you more specifically as a townie, but in terms of um, ecosystems. Mm. So giving the land a better chance of creating more diverse ecosystems, so more bugs and insects and bees and all sorts of different creatures can can live and create an ecosystem. And by doing that, not you know, he was very smart about it. That those insects then go and pollinate a whole field of oh, I of love, crops. I completely love that idea. I mean, we we've been trying to push it in our local area with wild flowers and that sort of thing. And, really and trying to encourage that's it. And, and, he, and he, he was creating areas mm. of more wildflowers within the forest that because mm. he's got a little wooded area. Um, he said in on one of the episodes, he goes in and and, and thins out the uh, wooded area. So mm. you th- you thin out all of the in between trees that have grown in in spaces to create get more light to the forest floor and then the flowers grow and insects come and then everything um and then everything starts uh, uh, uh coming to life and all those little insects and bugs then go off to the to the to the crops and mm. they then uh pollinate and and, they, and you know it it creates a massively flourishing ecosystem he put a tweet out to say that he was thinning this wooded area and he just got oh, massive amount of abuse. Yeah. And then Nike like said, it's because you don't understand how important it mm. is that to, to manage this land, to get the best out of it, to make sure that these bugs and insects and flowers do grow and have the room to, mm-hmm. you have to do it. Yeah. Um, well, we're thinking about this. We have a small holding, which obviously doesn't have any <laughs> animals on because we're townies. But... um. 
you know, there's, there's obviously yeah, there's a lot of thinking into the whole sort of making it diverse and encouraging ecosystems and all that sort of thing. And you know, it's not just about leaving everything alone; it's about cultivating it. I yeah, think, yeah, might be called farming. Is that what farming? I think. Is? I think. I think the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Yeah, but anyway, uh, mm. like I said, talking too much about that. So, uh, if you do want to give it a listen or, or, or watch it, it is on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. You, know, you might have objections to Amazon, but there we go. Um, phone just get, over just get it. it. Just phone That's Amazon up and say yeah. that. Uh, and then uh, I'd advise. I'd, I'd, I recommend it, mm. even even if it's a Clarkson thing. David recommends Jeremy Clarkson's farm. Mm. See how he rides a pig round a corner. See it squeal. Actually, Lamborghini pig. Yeah, there's no pigs in it. There's sheep, mm. but no pigs. Um, one other subject. Uh, oh, actually, two other subjects. But one other subject is this whole thing because it's the Euros. The Euros are on, which only come about every What's four years. I mean, five years. Which What's is that, Dav? It's football, right? Okay. So, oh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize that you didn't do football. You, oh yeah, you're a Leeds fan. No, I do do football, but other people listening might not know what the Euros are. Well, I think they, they might do. Be think because of the subject of this they podcast, do. they might be thinking we're suddenly talking about the currency, and that's coming round again. <laughs> oh yes, there's yes, the Euros are coming round. The again. Euros are the Euro They're having a rally. Yes. Uh, no, I mean the, we're talking about the Euros as in the. The football competition, which was delayed from last year and, and brought on to oh, this you're year, you're going to make me talk about taking the knee. I am oh. because the, this the, because this is a politics thing, you know, and it's a football thing, and it and it and and it's it's crossed at this point. So I'm taking the opportunity to talk about it. Uh, do you agree or disagree with players taking the knee before the game? I think players should be allowed to do what they do. Uh, as long as it complies with the rules and regulations of FIFA and UEFA, well, and well, well, and the English FA yeah. have said that it's a thing. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a part of this past season's mm-hmm. show of solidarity uh, with the BLM movement of last year. Um, there, there have been fans and, and vocal fans who have actively booed the the, the act, mm-hmm. which I disagree with. Um, if it's fine for them to disagree with the act, but you know, that's do, fine. Do, they're, do, they're, they're the same kinds of they're the same kinds of people who would have booed the Black Panthers when they put their fists. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, because because, kind of because and this is and uh, great point. I, mm. the, so there's, two, there's two, I've, I've sort of got two opinions yeah, on this, and it's, and and they're and they're both simultaneous, and I, and I and I believe in them both simultaneously. Yes, there is a place for politics within sport, as you pointed out. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the, the fact that these players and, and athletes and sports stars, they do influence young people and, and, and well, not just young people, but general society. And these shows of, of solidarity and these shows of, of um, political compassion are important because they move society's mind on. You know, the, the, it progresses it to, to, a, to create a better world for us. That is the idea. It's the point. Mm. You know, I mean, you're talking about the Black Panther movement of the 70s with, you know, the raising the fist up. That created a space and an opportunity for the debate to then happen. And it went off out of sport into politics. It became a debate. 
it was challenged. It was it was and and the, and good came out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, a a, a a chance for a, an opportunity for a fairer society. This movement now is moving on that debate again. Mm-hmm. This is to try and create a fairer society again. Yes, the, absolutely. They, these shows are, and, and demonstrations of, of political solidarity are absolutely welcome within sport and should occur. But on the other hand, and of in this, within that same breath and, and that opinion of support is overdoing it lessens the argument so whereas uh, a year ago when the, the, this this um ceremony started to take place and they said it will happen for the season at least fair enough we accept that i worry that doing this just out of habit and ceremony loses its impact doesn't have the same um uh, volume of, of of, it doesn't create debate on the subject. It creates debate on the fact that should it be carried on, that should the should this act be carrying on, and, and this and this is where a lot of football fans are probably booing from. They're not booing the 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 debate or or the political solidarity. They are actually booing the fact that this is now. There's four, three, four, five different things that have to happen before a game starts off. All of them showing different. Solidarities and in and and unities with different causes, where people feel that it's over egging the 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 impact of it. Did, would you agree with that, or or is there a, a um, or is there a, a is there a different argument to that that you could put forward? I think it's a very good argument, and I think it's um, something I have a problem with when it comes to poppies and that sort of thing. I worry that people are wearing them and not realizing what it's for. And we've had lots of inter- interesting discussions about that. We have over the years, yes. And um, and I and think we probably will do in November. We will do in November, and I think my views stay have tuned. Sh- and I think my views have shifted. Why? Because a lot because what? of our discussions. Because uh, yeah. Um, because um, you, because you, I mean we're not doing the poppy subject. No, we're at the not. Moment, but, but it does relate. We, we will do that subject mm-hmm. in you know in November as we as yeah. we normally annually discuss it again. The reason I don't think it's necessarily over-egging or undermining the act is because the the subject it's talking about it's very easy for those booing to not understand how racism affects people including the people often taking the knee it was pointed out on the twitter or wherever that the line england's lineup if it weren't for immigration or if it weren't for ethnic diversity would be a very different yeah it'd be, lineup. Yeah, it'd be very slim yeah and um the taking the knee is not just about raising awareness. I think that's one of the problems. It's also about solidarity and about saying, even if it's done for the hundredth time, it's saying for the hundredth time, like wearing the poppies for a hundred years, we remember and we won't forget. We remember that racism is happening all the time for everyone and it's systemic and it's horrible and it needs to end. So, but in terms of your argument, I do, I do kind of sympathise because I think every game, you know, it's it's that kind of thing. And, like, and this is the thing: and, you might watch yeah. the odd game, and a lot of people may mm. watch the Euros because there's nothing on else on TV because mm. BBC and ITV are full of football at the moment. Yeah, that's uh, a good thing, by the way. Happy about that. Uh, what that it's been shown on terrestrial? Or? Yep, I think that's a good thing. 
Well, I mean, okay, yeah, I mean, it would have been a good thing ten years ago, which it was, but I think. Oh, is it an old argument now? Well, I think most people have moved away from terrestrial. That's true, but anyway, anyway, yep. Uh, yeah. So for a lot of people who are you know don't don't watch football all that often, mm. they see this act in a big, and especially across Europe, a big competition that's seen all across the continent. And I would agree, yes, that is the place place to do it. Mm. For a lot of fans who have been watching throughout the year, this has become um, a, a not. A sh- it's not a show of solidarity anymore. It's not a political point. It's a ceremony, and it and for a lot of football fans, it has become a ceremony that has that's lost its meaning. Because it, it it doesn't mean anything anymore. Where where not it does mean things for people, but for a lot of people watching, at the you know twelve months ago, they were absolutely yes, absolutely show support, well done, well done, lads, great, and then that was the first match back. After the tenth match back, it was like, why are we still doing this? I do because well, I think because racism hasn't ended yet. I do think that's part of it. I, I tell you what, one of the most if you watch the clips of the of the black, you know, the black power, yeah. it's not black panther, it's black power. Black panther, are quite a, my mistake, quite an you know extreme form of that sort of um, argument. I thought they they were the they showed the same sign. It was this. It was the yeah. It's all part of the same yeah, yeah. iconography. But but the most astonishing thing about that clip is the booing that you hear. The, yes. You only ever hear the you only ever see the black and white images or the black and white short clips you don't hear the booing and maybe it's why that's why the 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 taking a knee in america is working more effectively is because of the resistance which isn't as present here in britain no and that forms no 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 but uh, but over in america the the booing is genuinely against the whole concept of equality of the blm movement Mm. because there is genuine and unfortunately racist um Mm. opposition well, this is one of the problems with with saying the taking the knee is um is different to what it is, is that it 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 there's a lot of movements on the right, including within GB News, who are arguing that the reason you shouldn't bow is because it represents a movement which is Marxist, which is hard left, um for some reason. Well, hang on, how, how how is it how is it Marxist? I don't. I don't get. Oh, that. because they think the group is an actual group that exists, and and it's a what? Marxist group, and it represents left wing ideas like defund the police and that kind of thing. As, you know? So, like Antifa. That Ant- yes, it's the same so Ant- kind of. Argument. You know that Antifa yeah. group, which mm-hmm. doesn't exist, but mm-hmm. uh, well, that, well, that that's just works. Yeah, that's a, mm-hmm. I mean, how is a fellow who lived a hundred and fifty odd years ago talking about? big economies and scales of economy and how it how it works and oppresses different classes and how it could be made better to to serve different classes come into a into racial equality i mean i don't i mean a lot of things that marx did talk about mm-hmm. at the time racial equality was he, did he touch upon it i can't remember anything well his i imagine his view would be race discussion is a distraction yeah, because we're all the working class. Actually, he did. Yes, yeah. yes, I do remember a passage where and he I said, still maintain that view. Well, part yes, he did. There was a passage. Uh, uh, I say passage, uh, pff, like it's like like it's some sort of Bible, but um, there was a bit in it where it, he said that the bourgeoisie will use um, differences like race, age, gender, blah de blah, and all all the list to distract people from the real argument. As as in terms of how 
this could be Marxist. I think that is completely opposite because Marx never Marx said that these issues were distracting from well, the bigger are you, issues. Are you saying these people on the right are misunderstanding what Marxism is? Uh, possibly. <laughs> and BLM and I'm, everything. I never yeah. actually read a bloody thing mm-hmm. that he'd written because mm-hmm. it's all Marxist. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not all right. I, mean, I, 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 one day I'm going to write a book and tell you why it's not all right. That's it. But until then, uh, you know, t- take it as a as a as a in context at its time. But in terms of the BLM movement and taking the knee, yes, it, I mean, my view is yes, it should happen. Should it happen forever? No, because it because uh, the impact is is well, maybe not. It shouldn't happen forever. It shouldn't happen all the time. Well, it's that's the same difference. No, I don't think it's the same difference. Well, forever and all the time. Should we be wearing poppies all the time? No. Should we? Stop wearing poppies in November every year. After after Armistice Day, yes. Yeah, but, but should it stop? Should we decide? Oh, it's been two hundred years now. Let's stop wearing. Them. No, no, because no, that's be, the difference. No, because it's a continuation. It's not just about yeah. The, the racism is a continuation. Absolutely, and that's my point. Uh, but then, the, but equally, my point is every game. No, should it no, be but a- that's that's what I'm saying. You maybe maybe. I'm not it's necessarily in, accepting your argument, but but I think I think where where you can perhaps reconcile your, your the the conflict is don't do it every game, but but do it when Black, when it's necessary. Black History Month, or yes, or something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah. Where mm-hmm. where where there are points in the or or a quality day or, or whatever a, it is, or or, yeah. or, 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 or if mm-hmm. there's been an incident mm-hmm. because and it happens and it's unfortunately it still happens where an incident will happen within a football ground that a player takes a well rightfully takes offence at something that's been said or gestured to them. Mm-hmm. And then I think after those incidents, the the football community should come together and then demonstrate this in as in a powerful way. I, th- I think it's worth saying as well, just to completely defend the, the football industry, if you like. One of their biggest campaigns they've always, or they've had for a long time, has been end racism. You know, that kind Absolutely. of... Absolutely. It's a huge effort on the part of, of FIFA and others to really... As as as, as bad thing. a reputation they have for financial dealings, mm. on, on the other side of it, they they have they they do their best. Mm. And I think I think, and, they, and, and I think maybe that should be taken. And that comes and that comes from the fans. That comes from different fan organisations of the different clubs mm-hmm. listening to the the clubs listening to the fans. The clubs then petitioning the UEFA and FIFA or the FA or the different FAs, and and those changes coming about absolutely because mm-hmm. it, you know it's still a working class game at, yeah. the, at the heart. But I worry that the reason why these fans are booing is not because of the 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 meaning behind it. It's the fact that they are, are, are tired of this ceremony. It's it's just the ceremony because it has no meaning to them anymore. They already support this mm. this, this movement, and um, well, don't we need to rebuild the meaning, perhaps? And and it sh- and it should be like you say, poppies come out once a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has meaning and has impact. And then uh, during one home game every year uh, during the, the league season, there is a, a, a moment of remembrance uh, as close to Armistice Day as possible. Mm-hmm. And everyone... And it, in and defiance it, of FIFA. In defiance, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. in defiance of, of, mm-hmm. of, of um, FIFA, well, UEFA. Mm-hmm. Um, because they have... Uh, they've said no political... Yeah. Dealing and and the mm. same you know that taking the knees the same as well, it's under that it's yes. under that it's under that same yeah. branch. But they've allowed it, and especially mm. on Armistice Armistice Day, they've always allowed uh, mm. British 
clubs to show and 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 have a moment of um, remembrance, and they always have, and they've just they've just allowed it. Um, but in the same way, the impact and oh, by the way, on on uh, when a moment of remembrance takes place in a football game, it is eerie. Yeah, forty. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. You know, depending mm. on the size of the ground, forty thousand people or so mm-hmm. silent. Yes, and football fans and shouldn't, shouldn't be thought of as, as an uncaring no. bunch. And 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 that impact, and then what you get then is an impact where people actually do remember, mm. and do do look and 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 do remember the people who have fallen. Not just in the the two great wars, but every war since. I'm thinking of other events as well. I mean, the '96, all of that sort of stuff. The solidarity that can be built within the footballing community is yes. huge. But. I think your comment is a factor. I think the frequency and everything is a factor. And it's interesting to consider that, which I hadn't before. And I've heard other people say similar things about equality and, and the ways things are campaigned. I do think the injection from the right of this whole BLM being a Marxist front thing is a factor. And I think that's a problem. Well, and that detracts from what the cause is. Yeah. Um. But there we go. That, that's that's mm. just my. If if you've got different opinions and, and viewpoints, by all means, get in touch. Um, Don't be mean. Well, well, no, be a bit mean. If it's it, yeah, if it's against us, be mean. That's fine. Well, against <laughs> you, yeah, against it, me, yeah, yeah. If, if against you. Um, but the, I don't know. I I don't know. It's difficult because it's it's a cause that I I I I I support. I wholeheartedly support. Mm. But. I also see it from the other side where I go, well, that's lessening the impact. That's that's not getting the message across. You're, you're not making the telltale argument. I think this needs to be said. You're not making the telltale argument of, well, it's football. We shouldn't bring politics. No, 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 should and and as a as a team or as a group or or whatever, uh, show the and and show the world because they are idols to people. Mm, mm. Whether it's in football or or rugby or cricket or whatever, they are idols to people. People mm-hmm. look up to these to these athletes and to and managers and staff and clubs and whatever. So yes, there is a place for that. Mm. But you know, Kaepernick. What Kaepernick? Say that guy, again. He, Kaepernick. He was the guy who did the, the bend the knee thing first, wasn't he? Oh, right. Yeah. I have no idea what sport he plays. No idea well, what Well, that does. would be NFL. Probably. But, it, but I so don't that, know that's what America, It's American football. <laughs> yeah, but, but I know his name. Uh, because of, because I, he stood up and he, well, he didn't stand up. He knelt. Yeah. And that's, yeah. yeah. I, did, I, didn't, I don't know the, who the player was uh, mm. because it's American football and I have no interest in American football whatsoever. No, it's not an interesting sport. I tried watching it. It's, it's, I, I can't understand. I went to America, lit, the United States of America. I actually sat in a, uh, in, a, in a bar in New York, watched a whole game, which, you know, considering it only takes an hour because it's four quarters of 15 mm. minutes, took three hours. How that happened, I don't know. And... As I was getting more and more drunk watching it, I felt that I was learning the rules as I was going on a little bit better. And by the end of it, it was none the wiser. Yeah. And anything that I had learned while I was drunk, I completely forgot by the next day. And that and that is my experience with American football. It just feels and like we've mixed rugby with chess, it seems to me. That's what it feels like when rugby, I watch it. Rugby with shoulder pads. Yeah. 
And it, weird injuries with with mm. um, American football as well. It's because they wear shoulder pads. Yeah. Uh, anyway. One last thing before we... Uh, there's two last things. Other than it's... We're in the middle of June. Uh, by the time you listen to us next time, the longest day will have passed. And, day, my, and my birthday. Well, act- both of ours, actually. Mm. When are you? I'm not telling people. You're the 20... 20th? Yeah. You're the, yes, you're Saturday. You're Saturday. Oh, you got a Saturday. Sunday. 21st. 20th is Sunday. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I completely got it wrong then. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so happy birthday to Jay for this coming Sunday where he will no longer be a youth member in the Labour Party. Is it under 27 or 27 and under? 27 and under? Yeah, so... Yeah, I You will be. no longer be a youth... No, I haven't been for a year already. What do you mean? You have to be under 27. I thought it was 27 and under. Nope, I have to be under 27. So how come you said on a different episode that you can nominate in the youth elections but not vote? Because I'm in the CLP, so I can nominate as a member of the CLP. But I can't vote. No, 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 no. You said in a... In I don't know what I said. Last week's episode. <laughs> and in last week's episode, you said that you'd be able to do your nominations, but yeah. by the time it comes to conference, you won't be able to vote. Yes, because I'm not in the Young Labour Movement party. Yes, because you, t- because you said... That you're turning uh, 28. Did I get confused? I confused the matter myself. That's fine. Oh my god, I feel like I'm Paxman here. Mm. Just as annoying. <laughs> I'm not buying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are the yeah other things before we go? Uh, quick news is that the Labour Party has reported through uh, Twitter on oh, I think it was on Keir Starmer's uh, Twitter that in nine years of Tory government, the tax breaks they gave to the rich has amounted to 16 billion pounds lost in nine years pre- previous to COVID. So there you go, folks. If uh, you're wondering how we're going to pay for all of this COVID action, it's going to be you. You're going to have to work harder, longer, and retire a lot later because they gave 16 billion quid away to companies that don't need the tax break. Yeah, but it all trickles down, Dad. I think it's oh, yes, really unfair. Yes. Well, what, what does it do? Trickle, the rich people. Trickle down from a, a, a snow-capped peak in some ski resort mm. on a tax haven island. Where's it trickling down to? Bugger knows. Uh, so, yeah, so well done to everyone who's been voting Tory for the last decade. 16 billion quid in the hole. That was before COVID. And um, congratulations, because there'll be generations to come that will be completely financially enslaved to the tax system to pay off the debts of this generation. It explains how we've had austerity for 10 years, yet the deficit keeps rising, doesn't it? Slightly, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, austerity. Yeah. We've got to pull pull together. We're all in this together. Austerity, so rich people can pay less. <laughs> That's a great slogan. I yep. like, yeah, it's a brilliant. That's a great slogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lastly, it's LGBT month in general. Do you know who I want, actually, at some point um, to bring on this show? And if we ever do bring any politicians onto this show, uh, Lloyd Russell Moyle, is it? Yeah. Or Hoyle. Moyle. 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 Uh, who's the MP, Labour MP in Brighton. He's one of the few MPs who's taken the mace out of the Commons. Yes. One, one of three? Yes. I can name, th- I can name three, including him. So there's him, mm-hmm. John McDonald, yeah, and um, uh, Hesseltine, yeah. Any more? May have been earlier ones, but I can't remember. Yeah, it's gonna, be, yeah, it's mm-hmm. gonna be, there's gonna be people, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yes, I remember watching that. The Maces are really funny. 
Yeah, well... You know they cover them up in blankets whenever the Queen comes around. <laughs> when she gives a joint statement to both in Westminster Abbey. What, like a baby? Yeah, they'll bring both maces in and cover them with blankets. Uh, okay. They don't. They don't need them because the Queen's there. Why they brought them there? I don't oh, know, because but... it's a representation of of the authority yeah. of the of they the monarch. Them with little blankets. Oh. And they do it when they open each um um chamber around the nation as well, which the... have which have maces. Oh, really? Yes, like, uh, yes, the Senate. Uh, yes, well. the Senate because because the Senate is its own government and has its own authority by the monarch, doesn't okay. it? Constitutionally, nope. Mark Drakeford saying that we will have discussions about the Constitution of Wales when um, all the COVID thing's over. Oh, it bloody should. Yeah, and, and we're all in favour. Mm. And know. the housing stuff he's announced, so I'm really excited about that. Housing stuff? Um, we want to stop the housing. Um, part of the housing crisis is that people keep buying up second homes, having holiday homes. Yes, I and, I, and there's one county, and is it? Oh, it's got to be Gwynedd, surely. I can't, I can't remember Gold now. Ceredigion, possibly. It, it could mm. be. Uh, 100% council tax um, for second home, or holiday second yeah. homes. Not holiday homes as in people's businesses where they rent out holiday homes, genuine. Mm-hmm. I mean, homes that are empty most, empty of, the most of the year yeah. in areas that are, need more population because mm-hmm. the economy's rubbish. Yeah. Not rubbish, but, you know, could be just better. Don't be, just don't do it. Get a hotel. God's sake. Yeah. But it, but the property in North Wales is so cheap. Oh, grow up! You know, sorry. <laughs> no, visit by all means. But like Jay says, go to a B and B or an established uh, holiday cottage, which yeah. you can which you can go on various sites, including Sykes Cottages. By the way, not mm. that not that we're being endorsed by Sykes at all, but it's a great website. There's 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 all sorts of holiday homes there. Use that. Stop buying bloody homes up here. That's it. Or or like a, not the nine o'clock news used to say, come to Wales, come home to a real fire. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mark Drafer's policy, by the way, is just to get us to do um, Welsh tourism adverts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty... Oh, how long are we... Oh, we have gone on for a little bit long. Have we? Yeah, Sorry. okay. One last thing, and it's a... Oh, this might explode into a 10 minute, But, they, but I've, got to, I've got to say, uh, the haulage industry... If people aren't aware, the haulage industry is going through a massive, mm. massive issue at the moment with a massive uh, driver shortage all across the country. Because guess what, Jay? All of those people who used to come in with their wagons from different parts of the EU aren't doing that anymore. They, Why is that? Uh, I think something happened about a year ago where Boris got something done. Oh, okay. So the Johnsons got something done, and yeah. then these drivers aren't coming over anymore. And, Guess what? They've gone back home. So they're no longer taking the jobs of people over here. Right. And they've gone back home. Mm-hmm. And now uh, now the whole industry is massively short on drivers. So all of you people out there who haven't got jobs, get trained as a HGV driver because you're desperately needed. And, and to, to the point where, um, I mean, I've, I've got a, uh, what was, was class two HGV. I've got a, a C category, you know, a p- I can drive a wagon, um, but only a rigid wagon. I can't drive a, an Arctic. I have no idea what you're saying, so it's fine. Right? Do you know a lorry? I don't want you to. Do you know a lorry it. that's got a trailer and bends? Yeah. Right. I can't drive those, but okay. the one, but the ones that are just one solid block. Yeah. I can drive those. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Now, uh, I, I can't drive the one that bends yet. You know the Arctic and the trailers and mm-hmm. things like that. Yet, hint, hint. Yet, uh, but the I I was looking at a. Um, because I, I, I dabble in the haulage industry as well. 
Uh, you dabble uh, in the haulagen. Yes, yes. Okay. I, I do transport management. Ah. But anyway, uh, regardless of that, there are companies now offering £600 a day for a relief driver to help them out when, mm. when they're short. They are that short. Because it, it was before, there's things like, you would have things called cabotage loads. Or, or cabotage happens. So it's so different drivers from different um, uh, parts of the United Kingdom, uh, Europe, sorry, would deliver goods into the United Kingdom. Say they're going from, I don't know, Frankfurt to Manchester. Drive into the United Kingdom, go up to Manchester, drop off a load there. What they do to to uh, cut costs on a load or driving a load all the way to Manchester is that they arrange a backload. So they might bring a load from Manchester down oh, okay. to London or mm-hmm. where or Southampton or wherever they, that needs to go. Um, so the cargo is always full. So the cargo is always full. So yeah. it's not running empty, and it's it, mm-hmm. the wagon is constantly always um, producing a revenue. Mm-hmm. Now all the European drivers aren't coming over because they're just dumping them on the boats and sending them over to. Uh, the different ports and three then, port staff. Yes, include uh, Felix Stowe is 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 is. I heard Felix Stowe's actually struggling because they've got a massive amount of containers there, no one to take them away. Mm. Uh, it is having now real effects on the ground. So now there are supermarkets all across the country that are now running out of stock. You can see it happening. So all you know, yeah. vegetable stock mm-hmm. being a massive one. Because it because by the time uh, there's a wagon driver available to deliver it, it's rotted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are now supermarkets that I know local to us whose shelves are almost bare of those of certain stocks at certain times. Mm-hmm. I've also heard and 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 they have going, no yogurt in Tesco. They are furious. Yeah, anyway, but, yeah. But mm-hmm. the, the, there are no deliveries. Mm-hmm. Or oh, not that there are no deliveries. Mm-hmm. Is that there are there, there are fewer deliveries. Um, and then the other side of it is, I mean, going back to the Clarkson thing, because farming had a bit of a bad year between 2019 and 2020, grain stru- uh, grain stocks are now considerably down. And because uh, between that and a haulage problem, now beer is running out. There are certain brands of beer that are now either they can't make because the grain stock isn't there to produce in such large volumes or they are struggling to get the beer out from the breweries to distributors and to the pubs. But Tim Weatherspoon said this would all be fine. No, no. Well, yeah, Tim Weatherspoon has said, uh, Tim Martin from Weatherspoon. Oh said, yeah, that's his name. Has, <laughs> has, um, has also said that he he wants more European staff to come and staff his bars because he's got a staff shortage. Well, this is the thing I was going to say. There is a shortage of haulage drivers, as you say, but there's, there's a shortage in lots of industries. Massive, like, yeah. I workers mean, now have the opportunity to shop around yes. and get the I best mean, wage they can. I mean, on, on fruit pickers as well, by the way. Just for, yes, oh, everything, mm. everything. So here's here's your Brexit dividend, workers. You have now got. If you think that the the benefit system is not for you. And you, and this past year has been a complete utter ball ache for you, boring and boring. You know, mm. sat in lockdowns, and you and you, and your job just doesn't feel like it's paying enough. You, it is a buyer's market. You can now walk into jobs that before were uh, not so well uh, paid, and uh, the, the wages weren't so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Now that now there are employers and businesses everywhere screaming out for yep. workers. So get that money. While you can, before the economy completely, yeah, crumbles. before it all before it all the old house of cards Which comes down, 
Well, yeah. hey, they're not so No, negative. unless they fix something. You know, no, not I'm so not, negative. I'm not disagreeing with... No, I'm not. I mean, you know... We've managed, in 14 episodes, we've managed to avoid the topic of Brexit. Let's not start now. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't avoided it. We've just skirted around it. <laughs> because we because it was... This, it was We had three, four years of talking about that. Obviously not on the podcast, but three or four years talking about that, and we were burnt out with it. Um, but here's, But this is the thing. At the moment, it it could do with you taking pictures. No, I was. I Are you taking a selfie for your no, Twitter? No, I was feed? replying to a message. No, 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 no I don't do. Fine, so. fine. Everyone heard you. Take a you take a picture of yourself now on on the radio on the podcast radio, and put it up on just your Twitter doing a pod feed. Hashtag just doing a podcast. Do, do that. No, I'm not doing it. See how many people retweet you. No, I'm not doing a. Come picture on, of myself. It, no. no, I don't want to. All right, I'll do it. What of me? Yeah. No. Oh, you're such a. Everyone would want to see you how you are today. Sat like a in, tramp. on like no no not like <laughs> on one of the hottest days of the year in a lovely summer sweltering heat on this Wednesday morning because obviously it, it takes me no time to edit this and send it out by this afternoon. Um, because we're doing this on the Wednesday, obviously. Mm. We haven't done this the night before. Um, but, you know, maybe people actually want to do that. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, I think... Oh, I think I think it's heat delirium. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's heat delirium. <laughs> uh, We've covered a lot today. We have covered a lot. Mm. We have covered a lot. And pretty much every subject, it goes along this. Tories... Well done, Tories. You've got in, you've stayed in, and you're screwing the system for yourselves. And well done. Everyone who voted for them, who hasn't benefited at all in any way, check yourself. And if you don't, and if and if you feel like you um, need a bit more Toryism in your blood, there's a new news channel for you. Uh, the Queen, yeah, she's probably got a lot of different infections at some point. Maybe because of the melting pot that she was pushed into by uh, her aides. Do you not? You're not. You're not agreeing with that. What? That the queen should not have been in that position. She's a queen. She has to do silly things. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I'm not. Like I said, not a royalist. She's but... also a lizard person. So oh, okay. Matter. Right. Okay. Here we go. Lizard people. The lizards are queen. No, not the lizards are queen. The queen's a lizard. All lizards are All lizards are queens. If you see a lizard, she's it's actually just a queen watching you. Actually, that's a nice concept that all lizards... No, it's not. It's terrifying. All lizards are queens. Oh, okay. Right, I see. Right. Can we end the show I was going to say something and I shouldn't say. Like, what? No, it doesn't matter. I'll tell you after. Tell me in a minute when we're off the air. Right. Right then, humanoids, after this... Wow, how long have we done? I've just looked at the clock. Christ, we're about half an hour over what we should have done. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, I hope you enjoy these. I mean, we don't do that. We don't do these podcasts for fun, you know. We do it for money, so, you know, send... Send us money. Send us... No. no. <laughs> money's, money's material, man, and we don't do material. It, this is definitely heat delirium. Let's just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I need a pint. Uh, <laughs> right, so for all you humanoids out there, if you think that we're actually doing a good job or, or you know, if I'm doing a good job and you believe what I'm saying to be true and, and right and just and 
If you disagree with Jay and think what he's saying is utter tosh, which, you know, half the time it probably is, Councillor Jay Bezos, obviously, then you can contact us. Anything in this show or any previous shows, please get in touch. We will read out your, you know, your not mean, justified and reasonable comments and emails. Get in touch on our email. It's labourpod at gmail.com. Or you can get in touch through social media. Twitter and Facebook, it's at labourpod. Uh, different platforms that we're on, you can message on those platforms, and I think we can. I think I get a direct message when you you do that. If not, I'll check them all. Um, I know I get direct messages from the Podbean platform. Someone try the other platforms for me. Give it a test. Go go on what Deezer or Stitcher or uh, iHeartRadio or whatever we're on. And, and um, what's what's the one? Oh, Kindle is it Kindle? I have no idea. Or one of them. There's there's one of them. Uh, go on those, comment on those, even if, even if it's just hello. I, I just want to see if we get the comments from there. But by all means, get in touch. So, uh, so labourpod at gmail.com, at labourpod, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, give us a like, give us a share, subscribe if you, if you, if you, if you do enjoy these, because, you know, I, we, we, we do this for fun, but we, we do this with a point as well. And, you know, build a conversation within, within all with all, all people's minds and homes uh so like share and subscribe so i think um i think that's that's us for another week do you do you agree jay yes excellent that's, that's an excellent point of view i take your point of view and i second it all vote in favor of ending the oh, show shut up i had like five labor meetings last week it was ridiculous <laughs> Hey, hey, we've got to give the feeling to the you know this this is what the this is what the humanoids want. They want. All, all right then, Dav. Meeting closed. Okay, so from your local friendly neighbourhood councillor, Councillor Jay Bay's Oaks, say goodbye, Jay. Bye. And from me, your host, David Vaughan, we'll leave you now for another week in this glorious sunshine, and get back to you same podcast time next Wednesday on same podcast channel. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.